Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, man. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It is wild card weekend. It is going to be chilly, chilly. I mean, Willie, could you imagine if I paid you a thousand bucks to sit in minus 18? Would you do it? I'm watching from my house. No. Doc, for two for two fifty and a warm sandwich, you get them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's a cheap date. I don't know, guys. Did you see that if you're out with any part of your body exposed for more than a half hour, you can get uh, frostbite? There will be somebody with um, their uh, with no uh, with, with their chest hanging out. You know, you know, you got a couple of idiots that do that do that kind of dumb stuff. Right. There's always some dude who like has the, the, the Chiefs draw, you know, a, a, yeah. an arrowhead or something like that. I don't know. Crazy. No way. No way. All right. So not you either, Swami. You're going to be good. You're good at your house? Absolutely. I would I would not. Now, you know, I, I get some of the fans, they do a little pre-gaming, Doc, that allows, the, you know, they might have a little bit of something, some antifreeze that they operate. <laughs> so they might be doing something, you know, that, that help um Take a little warm you up, warm you up on the insides. Okay, all right. Let's get right to it. Let's get to the first game: Cleveland and Houston. Doesn't it feel like everybody's going to be in on Cleveland? Joe Flacco's playing great. Cooper's playing great. Najoku's playing great. Cleveland's favored by only two points. Why do I have a feeling that Houston may surprise us here, Willie? This may be a pretty good game. I think this is the game on this two-game slate. Uh, for the two-game slate, that uh, most players are going to come from this, this game, you know, compared to the two other games. Now, there are some calls for pause because when it's a big, it's a big split. When when Stroud has gone against, he's faced four defenses in the top ten, four defenses. He faced the Ravens, he faced the Saints, the Panthers, and the Jets. And this splits are, are, are kind of alarming a little bit. I mean, uh, you know, because a lot of those guys play single high safeties. What he struggles with so far is the teams that play single high that play mostly like man to man, like Cleveland does. And you know, his, you know, like his uh, against those four teams, fifty sixty-seven and one eighteen for fifty-six percent, two touchdowns and an interception. Okay, being at that price point, no thank you on that. Again, there's everyone else, 66%, 21 TDs, and four interceptions. Seeking, uh, Cleveland is second in pressure rate in the NFL at 42%. So what I'm saying to you is, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not feeling Mr. Stroud in this game. I mean, he's been balling, but I, I just don't think this is the – especially in the six-game slate, I won't have him in one lineup. All right, so let me talk about that, guys, before we delve into this game further. I'm only gonna, I'm going to play the six game slate lineup. I'm not going to play just the Saturday. What are you playing, Willie? I'm playing both. What are you playing, Swami? I just play each day. I don't like the multiple day slates. Really? You know, uh-huh. you always throw your uh, a lineup, but to you, it's such a favor, sir. I don't have some exposure. It's okay. You like the slate. I don't prefer that slate. I do not. Why do you like by the day, Swami? Because I, I think that. 
um, like as you break down, each slate is a little bit different, meaning showdown slates, as you know, are different from, say, the main slate. And so it's the same thing when you talk about multiple games. The, the strategy for six games is different from the strategy from two or three. 100%. 100%. Okay. So let's get back to Willie's point. Stroud kills zone defenses. We know that, right? He is a magician against He's zone. Dead. What Beastly. Maybe one of the best in the league, right? But against man coverage, it is harder. You know that the Cleveland Browns are going to be coming full force. Garrett, everybody. Willie, does that make you like Devin Singletary? I think Singletary is going to be too popular. He's a big fade for me. On a, on a six-game slate, I, I think he's interesting the way a guy that's getting all the snaps at his price point. Cleveland does sometimes get, you know, you know, they they jack on how they gets the run. Listen, I mean, give me give me somebody that's 5,700 that's going to get it all. He ran 88% of the snaps. You know, the only thing that you don't like is his pass catches and then and his draft kings, you know, that makes it a little difficult. But on a two-game slate, lock button. On his two-game slate, lock button because he he is he's going to get the ball. Anybody that can touch the ball 27 times, regardless, is going to be a man of my interest. So a lock, a lock button on this two-game slate, I'm playing Singletary. I am not fading him. Swami, are you playing Flacco? Are you playing Najoku? Are you playing Amari Cooper? Are you playing Jerome Ford, who ran a muck last time? Who do you like in this game? Doc, I can get rid of my notes if Willie keep this up. I mean, he was spot on. I mean, <laughs> um, I liked everything that, that he said. I think Flacco, again, and I've said a lot of, um, you know, disparaging things about Flacco in his, <laughs> his days as a Baltimore Raven. But and some of the letdowns that we have, I'm not talking about that one scene <laughs> or the rest of it. But anyway, um, the way Flacco's playing, the way he looked on the road in Houston, I mean, this was week 16. It's not like it was a long time ago. You got to like Flacco. I don't know if Cooper will go nuts again um, like he did that week. Um, but, but again, I think he's a, absolutely a man of interest. Um, if you told me a stack with, with you know, Flacco, Cooper, and Njoku, I would think it might be popular, Doc, but it, but it, it just seems like uh, just based on the prices that you're getting and looking at, you know, depending on what slate you're playing, obviously, but – I think this is um, one of those ones that you have to look at. Um, the only thing I, I slightly disagree with, with Willie on is just on the other side. I think when the quarterback struggles and a team struggle, um, the running back could be out of the game quickly. And if he's not catching passes, then I, I, I just don't know if, if I want to have somebody, um, you know, if I don't think the offense is going to score, I don't think they're going to have the time of possession. And then I don't think the running back is going to be the guy out the backfield catching passes. So if you think he is, then maybe Singletary is your guy. But um, other than that, um, maybe Schultz. But other than that, Doc, I, I just I can't see Stroud um, getting off against his defense. They might be in trouble this week. All right, let me break it down this way. Willie, in a six-game slate, which players are you playing from this game? Any? Yeah, I think it, it depends. I, I think, you know, because I'm going to have multiple lineups in a six-game slate. So – I want to have a, a stack of a Flacco and Joku and Cooper. You know, I'm going to have, I'm going to have one of those in there. Um, but mostly. But if you have a single entry lineup, you won't have anything. No, no, no. Mostly, mostly uh, in Joku is a man of interest for the whole thing. I think in is one of the best plays on the slate period. I mean, with Flacco, the six of the, the four games with Flacco, six, 91 and two, 10, 104 and one, six, 48 and one and six, 134. 
Right. I mean, he and, and, and that's where you beat Houston at the tight end position. So he's a man of interest for the total slot, right. and he's a lock button in this two game state. I, mean, I ain't gonna think about it. Boom, get in there. All right, I'm with Willie. I'm going to play Njoku in my six-game slate. Swami in the two-game slate. What are you looking at? I think I like this stack, and I'll figure the rest of it out. I think that uh, (laughs) I don't want to – you don't want your your, your weekend to be over on the first game. Right. Then you're my poor friend. Okay. All right, let's get to the next game here. This is Kansas City-Miami. The game is in Kansas City. So let's just call it what it is, Swami. C O L double D cold. So there's cold and there's windy. I haven't heard that it's windy. I've heard that it's just frigid. So I think a lot of people immediately go get rid of the passing game. Nobody's throwing the ball, but you can throw the ball in the cold. It's going to hurt like it's going to feel like a block of ice when you catch it. Ball's going to feel really a little hard there. But is there – I know I'm playing the Chiefs defense, right? There's no, no question in my mind the Chiefs defense will, is right there on my radar. What else in this game are you liking? Now, here, here's the truth. I'm not even really sure if it would matter if this game was indoors or outdoors. I think this game is, is not necessarily um, going to be clean. Again, I think this is going to be a scrap. I don't really like either side for fantasy. I might look at a defense, but I'm really not that interested even as a defense. I wish the Dolphins were healthier, um, or at least I felt more confident that one of these guys wouldn't try to get back, and then I'd see them you know, limping off and wearing a hoodie similar to what Willie has on right now. That's the concern. So um, they were able to contain Tyreek. Um, you know, McKinnon's out. Uh, the receivers dropped a lot of passes in a game where it w- wasn't any wind or cold. And now you're talking about the possibility that it's a low temperature situation. I just don't know if I like this game for fantasy. I think I think it'll be a lot of great games. At least shoot out. Hell no. But I don't like it for fantasy. <laughs> my God. Drew's saying it's going to be a shootout. Now, look, here's my comment for Drew. Okay. So just let me, this is, so Drew's saying that the offensive line is healthy, Tyreek is healthy. But let me ask a question, Willie. Out of 100 people, would you argue that 70% of people, maybe more, will assume that this game will be under because of the weather? So maybe the smart, crazy bet is to bet the over. Would you agree with that? I, I would agree with that. But, but let me say this, because I just looked at the latest forecast. Yeah, zero degrees. And, you know, the regular winds are 10 to 15 with gusts of 25. They have been, listen, listen, they have been ass without wind and cold. Now you're taking Miami, a cold, a warm team. And I agree, Pacheco's my favorite player in this game is Pacheco because he got it all going against Miami. And just, let me just say what Miami don't have. Miami uh, missing Jerome Baker, Van Winkle, Chubb, Xavier Howard, Cameron Good. I mean, they missing six. They brought in Bruce Irvin, who I think is 50 years old. I'm not sure. I mean, they got people like Mr. Houston, who I thought was a friend of Whitney Houston, you know, going to be playing in this game, man. They got nobody to stop. I mean, 
No. And, and what are you doing? You know, you you know, the, the Chiefs are going are going to play that single. They're going to play a little. Uh, they're going to play a little man to man. I mean, the guy I'm interested in on Miami side will be Waddle. I am fading Mr. Terry Kill. Mr. Terry Kill is going to beat me in this in, in this two game slate. If I would I be interested, anybody for Miami it would be a running back because they have to run the ball for them to be successful in this game. And and if it's Mostert or, or can't whichever one. I think you got to look there first, even before Waddle, especially with his, his you know, his, 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 his injury status. Can I just ask a question here? And I just want you to think this through with me, okay? How hard is the field going to be in Kansas City? Real hard. Yeah, it's hard. Tua gets planted on this hard field. Night, night. How come nobody's talking about that? I don't think you want to talk about something like that, Doc. And you know, for the obvious reason, right? We know I, I know I'm not rooting for it. I love Tua. I, I respect Tua. But I'm just saying nobody's talking about the fact that, dude, this field is going to be like cement. And that's why I think it worries me. They'll get the ball out of his hands like they did. I watched the first game a couple of times. Um, Tua actually, you know, other than the the, the one play where Tyreek Hill fumbled and then they returned it back for a touchdown. You know, Tua, for the most part, he was under some pressure, but it wasn't like, you know, he was under duress the whole game. I think they called a good game. Um, and obviously it went down to that last play at the end. But Drew, I'm talking to Drew. Drew, please order the Buffalo Wings and make sure you try the mozzarella. Clearly Drew's at happy hour, Doc. I just want to make sure he gets tries the Buffalo Wings because Drew has definitely started sipping. It is no way this game to shoot out, Drew. <laughs> no, sir. Drew, send a send me a head to head contest. <laughs> if you're gonna play mostly this game, I'm gonna want to get the Buffalo Wings, Drew. <laughs> All right, can can we can you buy into my whole thing that this game might be higher scoring than people think? Because people will think it's a lower scoring game. I can, I, I can. I mean, if you're gonna have a little interest in, like I said, Pacheco is a lock for me in this game. I'm locking him up, and I think. Uh, I, I like what Swami said. I think, going. I mean, I'm not really a Moses. I don't know how healthy he's going to be. Now, if he's been in his house, Willie, by the way, Swami, yeah. Drew's been in his house. <laughs> <laughs> no bet. Swami likes his house. He's not bad. Yeah, Drew, what you living in, an apartment or something, bro? Come on, man. You ain't trying to, but, but trying to get a big house. I think when you're talking about props and parlays and taking those kind of shots, that's that's different from DFS. So if you're saying is it worth taking a shot at the game going over, I mean, sure it's worth a shot because we because we, we got the history of these offenses and kind of what they've done over the season. But based on how both of these teams are looking now, the injuries, the conditions, the it's a playoff game, shootout is unlikely. Ludostasi says he's in the trailer. Drew says he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Drew says his house is, is – it's worth a quarter mil, Swami. So you better put pony up. No, thank you, Drew. You're still below. No uh, bet. Our man Lathan says fifty come bucks up, in the bill. Come up, come up. No <laughs> bet. Really doesn't do any bets under half a million. Yeah, okay. yeah, no bet. No bet. Now Drew's going to send you the mortgage. Okay. No, no thank you. Uh, we don't need the mortgage. We don't need the mortgage. No, and we need to keep no this clean. No okay. Thank you. Okay. Now, before we get off this game. I'm going to use the same argument, Swami, here. Everybody thinks this game is low scoring. Maybe this is better to own for DFS because nobody will be on it. 
if it wasn't so expensive, these are expensive pieces that, you know, it's not like they haven't played. They played in week nine um, and the teams are less healthy than they were week nine. So I, I, I don't like it, Doc. I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot endorse playing one of these stacks in, in, for, from a DFS perspective. You can get away with maybe trying to play it. Too. And in the six game slate, Mm-mm. No. All right, look, I'm I'm willing to play it, not because Drew is telling me to play it. I'm willing <laughs> to play it because game theory-wise, it's a smart game theory bet. It could be, but it could be also ass theory, especially in the six-game slate. It could be cheeks. Six-game six slate, no thank you. Is that two-game or six-game, Doc? What you thinking? Six game is really feels like it's a that's not smart, but a two game, yes, because everybody's going to be on the Cleveland game. I'll be on the other game, and that might be the smart bet to take because everybody's going to be on the first one. I can agree with that. I, I can agree with that from that perspective. I can agree with that. Yeah, but out of 20 lineups, Doc, how many will you have on this game? In the in a six game or in a two? No, two game. How many from this? Honestly, game? if I'm playing five line, if I play three lineups, I'll put two in this game and one in the other. Okay. Just for get just but, for game theory, he's saying contrarian. I, and I can I can see that. Yeah, so you're talking about two two out of five. You have this game. Correct? Two out of three. Two out of three. Because I usually play three lineups. Oh, so if I'm playing the two game slate, the two game slate, just a Saturday slate, two yeah. of my three would have this game only for game theory. If I play the six game slate, I will have none of this game except for the Chiefs defense. I, I get it, but I I agree with Swami. Because, see, it's, it's a difference if they were affordable. These guys are expensive. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you, you're talking about expensive and in ass conditions. That's a whole different ball game, man. I mean, I, it's, it's not I mean, it's not like you're getting it for, for, for 5000 Kelsey. You're not, no, you're right. You're right. And it should be. It should be cheaper. But let's understand, right? Okay. So let's get to the next game here. Uh, Pittsburgh and Buffalo, Ooh. this game may be so bad, the weather may be so bad that they may move it to Cleveland, right? That they move it to Cleveland. But let's just talk about this game. Who do we like, Willie? Gabe Davis, your boy Gabe Davis, great call last week. Oh, yeah, he got hurt, man. Come on, man. He very He's out. Good. But, yeah. um, you know, they uh, Khalil Shakir is in. Khalil Shakir is good. They don't need Gabe Davis. For my money, Khalil Shakir is better. Does Pittsburgh have any chance in this game? What are you liking? They, I'm going to be honest with you. In this game right here, with the conditions that they're going to be in, the only thing, only people I'll have interest in is the running backs for Pittsburgh. One, if that. But I'm going to be honest with you. This game is almost a cross out. Because what is Buffalo going to try to do? They, they will, you got two teams that's going to bleed it. What is Buffalo now? They've been uh, mostly they run the ball a lot. In these conditions, that's the smart thing to do. Mr. Allen is turnover prone. Do you want to turn Mr. Allen loose on a team that you may be able to run the ball against? I'm just being honest with you. You know, I, I, I hope I wish you the best with Pittsburgh. Now, it, I'm not going to say it's not possible. The weather conditions are horrible in this game. It's it's horrible with when you got win. You know, you know, when the wind is a factor in this game, cold. I, I listen, I like for the three game slate, I'm gonna have very little in this game. Secure will be a man of interest for me when playing the three game slate. I definitely could get him 
but that might be the only person that then you might get one of the Pittsburgh running backs if you want to do that. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a six-game slate. I ain't playing nobody. Nobody. I, am play, I think I am playing on the sixth game. I will play Warren or Najee Harris. to tr Probably Warren, Willie, because he's cheap, first of all. And maybe if they're playing from behind, they throw him those five-yard passes, and maybe I get something from it. But, Swami, I think this game could be ugly. If you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, this may be one of the worst uh, choices here uh, to get Buffalo in Buffalo. Woo. Doc, which camera move? Three, two, two. Bring it in. They could play this game indoors. They could have played this game during the month of July. They could have played it anywhere on planet Earth. And it would likely not have mattered at all. <clears throat> this game is unlikely to be close. The weather is the only thing that the Steelers have in their favor. And the Steelers fans out there, I sympathize with you. It's going to be a long, short uh, weekend, no matter what. And here's the reality. You only can hope that the Bills are turning the ball over for you to even have a shot. Um, on the Buffalo side, um, I would say the defense, Cook, maybe even Diggs and Allen all would be obviously, you know, plays. Um, even in, I think, a game where some weather, they could still light these guys up. If you remember the last time they played, I think in 2022, I think it was still week five. It wasn't like a playoff game or anything. But Allen had over 300 yards and four touchdowns at the half. About three seconds into the fourth quarter, he was over 405. This game will be just as competitive. Here's my fear. Mason Rudolph's Cinderella slipper. You turn into it's midnight. That, that's a whole midnight. at this point. It's a pumpkin that's been stepped on by an elephant. Right. And, and truth be told, Buffalo's defense has been carrying these guys, these games. It's been Buffalo's defense. Even with injuries, man, they still get the job done. Now, can we give I can give a pathway to Pittsburgh winning? Run, run, play really good defense, and take a couple of shots to pickings maybe a Deontay shot, and maybe if Allen throws a couple of picks, the weather gets in the way, and they can run the ball to death, they could stay in. But what is Allen? He's a good, bad game weather quarterback. He is. You know, he is. And he got experience. And Mr. Rudolph, you're going to be up there with Santa Claus and Rudolph. You're going to be going home. I'm just telling you, I don't see it in this game. This is a playoff game. It's a different atmosphere. And they playing in Buffalo and bad weather. They play, you know, right. they can play in bad weather. And what's what is Mr. Allen going to do? He will run the ball. He probably be he could be the leading rusher in this game. You I know, because you know he's going he's going to run the ball. But are you playing him? Are you will you play him in? Oh DM? no, no, thank you, no, thank you, no, thank you. I'm okay. out. I'm out in this game. This game is I don't see this game. You know, in the six games, like night, night, don't see it. All right, let's get to the um, afternoon game. The 430, Green Bay against Dallas, 50 and a half points, right? 50 and a half points in this one. Dallas is bringing the heat, the defense. But I do think that Green Bay has what I'll call a puncher's chance to stay in this game, right? Dallas, Mike McCarthy may be the worst 
playoff coach ever. I believe that Aaron Rodgers won that Super Bowl night, not Mike McCarthy. Right. So now do we trust Dallas? Because look, Dallas is arguably better on paper. They're arguably better, better defense, Dak, Lamb, Pollard, all these things. That said, guys, Swami, can give me a stick. Are you playing anybody in this game? Do you like this game out of the three game slate? Do you think the Packers have a shot? I'm going to give you a little game theory, Doc. The only way Packers have a shot, um, Love is, has to, he has to have some big plays. Again, it comes down to kind of health of receivers. We've seen Reed in and out of the lineup. We've seen, you know, if, if Watson's going to even be available this week, he would be, I think, a big plus for their offense. But we've seen them have a lot of injuries, right? They've been leaning on Melton and Wicks, and then Wicks was out of lineup, and then Dobbs, and then, you know, Tucker was in the lineup, and now Musgrave is back. So, so in some kind of way, we're saying that they're going to finish the game up right. They're still going to need some big plays from Love. I'm talking 20-plus yard plays. And they're going to need for Aaron Jones, I think, to run the ball and have a big game for them to be in it. That's the only game theory where they're in it. Like, Jones has to go for over 100 yards and probably score. And Love needs big plays. And I'm talking about he likely has to be above 270. And he needs to have, like, three big plays. I'm talking 20-plus yard type plays for them to even have a, a chance. What I think is likely to happen, I think what's likely to happen is Dak and CeeDee Lamb are likely to put them out of their misery early and then maybe Pollard in the defense is just going to put the game away. You know, Willie, Green Bay's defense has played better recently. They have. But they have been susceptible to running backs. Alexander is back, which is really a big, big, big difference for the secondary. But Dallas has Cooks. Dallas has Ferguson. Dallas has Lamb. Dallas, Dallas has a lot, right? But they also have a coach who I don't trust. But I do think it seems like Dallas should be able to get through this week, right? Yeah. See, this is the thing that <laughs> – so you got two of the hottest quarterbacks in the league. I mean, you know, listen, Jordan, listen, Jordan Love. It's going to be a monster next year. Let me tell you. I don't know what it is about Green Bay's receivers, but they need to do more bench presses. I've never seen so many damn chest injuries in my life. I mean, you got Dobbs got a chest. I mean, I'm like, what? I mean, get some more, get some different shoulder pads for the chest. Do something. I ain't never seen chest injuries like this. Everybody gets a chest injury. Either they bird chested or they need to do something. But let me say this. Let's get let's get to the. I've never even up. heard of a chest injury until recently. <laughs> I used to get out fraternity. We used to get busted in the chest all the time. <laughs> they just walk around campus whacking yeah, Willie in the middle of the blows, you know. So you know, but let me say this: so Green Bay plays like a cover one and cover three. Guess who eats up cover one and cover three? Mister Lamb. <laughs> Number one, and then in the cover three, he's number number five, Mister Lamb. Listen, what does what does Cook do at home that he doesn't do on the road? Oh, he only he only averaged twenty one points at, at at on 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 the road, but sixty six on the road. You know what I mean? So, listen, you know Ferguson's a play. They got to play. I think they got too many fires to put out in this game. To be honest with you, I mean. Listen, Green Bay has done a hell of a job. 
Um, but the only way they have a shot to win it is if turnovers that turnovers, but but uh Aaron Jones has to control this game. What gives them a fighting a, a puncher shot is the last two games against top five defenses, Aaron Jones has been elite. Okay, so and what way can you do you beat Dallas? You have to run the ball. But ever since that game that Cook went nuts, they have kind of shut down that run game a little bit. So. You actually have to run at Micah Parsons, right? Because if you run away from him, he's now pursuing. You don't want that. You want to run at Micah Parsons and put him on his back, right? Because if you don't, he'll, he'll eat you alive. My big thing here goes back to you, Swami. I'm going to say this. I'm going to give you the number of 285. If Jordan Love throws for 286, they could win this game. If he throws for less, their offense is too conservative, and you're not beating Dallas with a conservative offense. Dallas is too good. Right. Agree. I just think the game is going to be – I don't think they can stop Dallas offense. It's going to be, it's going to be ugly. Yeah. The points yeah. in this one for sure. Adrian. Yeah. Hey, Drew, here's the one you want to watch for points. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this. Uh, what do you say about the Packers? All the runs are inside zone and trap power. Yeah. And so, look, they have to. If they do that, if they can occupy Parsons with Aaron Jones in that middle, you've got a shot because you. if you don't, Parsons will kill you in pursuit. All right, that's let's get – Doc. That's half the battle. The other half is they got to stop him. Right, right, yeah. correct. But you gotta throw, you gotta throw have the right offense because LaFleur, we can agree the first half of the season was the most conservative play call in the history of the league. And the second half of the season, he let him air it out. So which oh, LaFleur yeah. am I getting? Good LaFleur or bad LaFleur? Right. No, but actually the quarterback grew up. I mean, Jordan Love grew up. And the thing I like about it, you got the two top quarterbacks against uh against the the against the uh, against quarterback pressure, two best in the league. And what I Next thought you were going to say, Walls, is that he's did it with 10 different guys. Talking about love. He's had everybody out there at this point, and he's still been able to get it done. That's so what that's, I'm saying. I'm just impressed. I'm if impressed Watson's back, it changes a lot. Because you need Watson to take that defense deep and then give Wicks and Dobbs and Reed and Kraft and Musgrave a chance. I think they are much better. They have a much better chance to win this game with Watson out there if he's healthy, because when he's healthy, he's a difference maker. We know that. All right. The big game of the week for me, I believe, it's the Rams against Detroit, Stafford against Goff, Sunday night, Willie. If I'm playing a six-game slate, baby, I am stacking the crap out of this one. Get them all in. You know what I'm saying? Get it all in. I want to go with literally – I want Stafford or Goff. I want Gibbs and St. Brown. Bring it back with Cup or Puka. I want to go Stafford, Puka, and Cup and bring it back. with. I don't care what I want. I want everybody in this game. This should be the best game of the slate. Agreed? I, I, it's no doubt. I mean, you know, because, I mean, Puka, listen, Puka might be my favorite receiver on this slate. You know, they, they, you know, they run a lot of too high safety. Eats it up. Eats it up. You know, Stafford does well. I mean, even Kyron Williams will be a contrarian play because if they get close, you know, one thing they're going to do, they're going to get the ball in the end zone. You know, right. I mean, I mean, I know Detroit's hard to run. Trust me. I know Detroit's hard to run the ball against. I get it. But I'm just saying this game got so much fantasy good, goodness. He might just be having those one yard touchdown runs when somebody is interfered in the end zone. And you know, that's how he can he can get there. But I love the receivers. 
you know, oh, man, I'm going to tell you, you know, hey, listen, play the $3,600 that man. He's in play this game. He's been balling out. Play Marcus? Huh? Who? The $3,600 man. Who's Marcus Robinson? Yes, sir. Marcus Robinson is in play in this game. He's been, listen, you might be poo-pooing Mr. Robinson, but I don't mind the two games uh, with Puka and Mr. Robinson. On a six-game slate, you playing him? Yeah, I'm going to play a little because he gives you that um, way if you go with four receivers at 3,600 and he's been balling out, going against that defense, he makes sense. And that means that you can stack um, – I love Armand um, in this game. Love him. Love him. He's so a if you want to play Armand, um, Puka, and Rob, you understand what I'm saying? That's that's the type of thing you're looking at, you know. So I'm just saying this this game has a lot of fantasy goodness. I, I love this game. And I'm and, and guess what? This is now now the other guy. Look at the quarterback for Detroit. He's in play too. Why? He is not good against aggressive defenses. What do the Rams have? They have a very passive defense. They don't put pressure on you. So golf, right. what what is golf? He's the same thing. He, he got a, a big home road split. So this is this type of environment in this game, too. So the, on my St. Brown, he is my favorite player. I'm not going to be on the backs as much for the Rams because I think they splitting it. And, you know. You mean the Lions? The Lions, yeah. The, 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 no, not yeah, the backs for the Lions, yeah. But against the Rams, I think you 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 attack both teams through the air. You know, so I I I, I, lo- I love the, the, the air raid in this game. And I think both quarterbacks are in play, both of them. Swami, I, I know I love Stafford coming back to Detroit. Do you like Goff at home? Goff is literally 250 and two at home. You could just etch that in. Can they win this game? How are they going to win this game? Doc, I don't want to be discouraging against your, your Lions, right? But I but this is for the fans. Not just no doc, but hell no. I don't want any golf. Um, do I think this game will be a good game with some big plays in it? Absolutely. But I got this game being more of a scrap, not a track meet, but a scrap with points. And a scrap with points plays out a little bit different than a track meet. It favors, say, somebody like St. Brown. It favors somebody like Cup. It does not favor the backs. A contrarian or GPP play would be one of the Lions' backs, though. Uh, Montgomery or Gibbs would be a GPP play because they would likely have to be involved if the Lions are um, able to move the ball between the 20s. Now, as far as Kyron Williams, it's not just no doc, but it's a hell no. Not that he might get a couple. He's 9,000. That's not a guy who who needs to get a couple from the one after some passing. 7,300. No, I'm saying that's not a guy – he must be nine thousand on the on the other side, but that's not a guy who you need um, a one yard touchdown from after passing the first play. That's a guy you need to to be heavily involved and get you somewhere around twenty five plus fantasy points. I don't see that happening against that number one defense against the running back position in Detroit Lions. I see this game being a more of a slugfest. It was the last time they played in Week Seven of twenty twenty one. I know that's a long time ago and the teams are a lot different, but it was something that we learned from the game, from how the coaches are going to play each other and how they play in that game. This is going to be a scrap. They'll move the ball. It'll be some, you know, it'll be some field goals. It'll be one of those games where they'll score. They'll slow down. It'll be a kick. You know, that's if I had to put a score on it, it's something like 
still maybe 34, 31. That's a, that's Damn, a, that's a shootout, son. Oh, I mean, what the hell? Give me this. That's on the high side. On the, but if they not, if, if that's more field goals, now you still, now that bumps down. Was it 24, 21 in, in a bad week? And now you're talking about something maybe around 26, 20, right? Which is more field goals in the same game. But it's from a fantasy. Are you stacking this game, Swami? Are you stacking Dallas, Green Bay? If you were asking me which one I would stack, I would probably stack um, maybe Stafford with Cup coming back with St. Brown. But I would not stack it any other way. And I definitely don't like the game as much as you do. Wow. I think I think with a six-game slate, and I could be very wrong here, my game theory is I'm going to go all in on one game. Either it's going to be Dallas-Green Bay or it's going to be this one, and I'm going to put in a lot, like literally a lot, because I need the a game to shoot out. Because otherwise I don't know if I'm going to win it otherwise. Because if I try to pick a, a play here and a play here and a play there, you got to put all that together. It's hard to do. We know the two that we feel like can shoot out, and this and this these two games, either Green Bay and Dallas, or um, you know the Rams and Detroit. But I, I just don't. I just think this game going. I think the Cowboys game might have more points than this game. Okay. Yeah, but see, but see, the thing I don't like about the thing I like about this game is we have targeted guys that's going to get the ball. The thing what I don't like about Green Bay, you don't know. You don't know. You know, it's too much uncertainty, you know, and they're going to have everybody there. So they're going to have everybody eating off of each other. And that means that everybody will be, you know, not not something that you can win. But in this game right here, you got you got you got two guys that could go nuts. You know, they get 40 points and you don't have them, you're in trouble, you know. And then you also have low scoring line with Demarcus Robinson and Jameis Williamson that is cheap. That's 36. Love Jamison Williams. He's back this week. Love Jamison Williams. You know, so, you know, you 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 got two guys in here that can do that. And you got, especially that Jamison Williams, he is that he is that X guy, the X spot in right. this thing. Because right. he, he got hurt in that other game and he's just starting to get his legs going. And I'm telling you, they might have some special packages with some runs and things of that nature. And I think you'll be hearing this game a little later in, in some segment that we might have. So Lou asked which one of the wide receivers for the Rams. Swami, you said you like Cup. Willie, you said you like Puka. Oh, uh, Puka for me all day long. Yeah. Puka. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like them both. I'll play them both with Stafford. All right, let's get to the last game. Now, this game could be a little messy. So it's not as cold because I'm down in southwest Florida, as you guys know, but it's rainy. It's not. I'm not supposed to see the sun until Tuesday. I mean, it's literally going to be rainy and wet and clammy and crappy. Does this game, is this game higher scoring Swami than we think? Tampa and, and Philadelphia, I think this could be a better matchup than people are giving it credit for. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Rashad White, Kate Otten, might be harder to stop Tampa than, than Philadelphia Eagle fans are thinking. Doc, they didn't have much troubles doing it in week three. Both teams were 2-0. and They played in South Florida. Ironically, the game had some rain in that game as well. And um, they handled them, you know, pretty much for most of the game. I think at the end there, Evans got a one-yard touchdown, and that was the only significant. Right, but the Eagles' defense stinks now, and Tampa's offense is better. 
I think Willie loves that argument, and you saw in the chat that he was willing to place a bet on it. But we talked about the playoffs. We talked about, um, you know, these teams. If A.J. Brown, the only wild card in this game is was, would have been A.J. Brown's health. I don't think the, the Eagles are going to go down there, and I think they're going to, um, you know, run the ball with Swift, um, get the ball to the guys on the outside, let them make plays. And I think the, the only shot that Tampa has is really – around Baker Mayfield. If he's able to get the ball out, convert first downs, and have some a couple of big plays down the field. Um, but if he struggles, I think they'll struggle. I think because of the way the offensive line looked in that game, the pressure that they were able to put on him. I know you're saying, hey, that's that that was an issue. All right, then Baker was inaccurate on the backside. They weren't able to run the ball. All right, that's an issue. So when you start putting all those things together, it still kind of favors the Eagles, um, even though they've struggled over the last – you know, four or five games, they struggled against, I think, um, either divisional opponents or good matchups. And I think I take you struggling against good teams than struggling against bad teams. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had their hands full with the Carolina Panthers. And if you can't do more than that against the Carolina Panthers and, and you tank my millionaire lineup after I had damn near the nuts going on, you deserve to be home sitting next to Willie next week, and that's what it'll be. Okay. So, Willie – Swami brings an interesting question. Baker Mayfield wet the bed last week in the worst way I've ever seen. I mean, they just could not get any offense going. Now, all of a sudden, is it going to get dramatically better this week against Philadelphia? Well, see, okay, number one, uh, please, everybody, please, I hope you didn't listen to everything that this rascal had to say about this because he believes that because they played game three, which both teams are totally different than it was in game three, that it's the same way now. And, and okay, so since you know, let, let, let me give you something so you understand. Mr. Hurts in his first first 11 games, 10 and 1, 68% of his passes. Okay, and um, 18 to 10, 18 to 10 touchdown, um, uh, touchdown, uh, touchdown, um, interception ratio. Okay, and, and you know, okay, and they averaged you know 28 points a game. That, that was a, in a, okay, oh, the first 11 games now. You go from that going from, from ten and one to one and five, okay. And you played the Cardinals. You played the Cardinals, and you played the Giants, and you lost to those teams. And they five and five for intercepts and the touchdown ratio five and five, and they've been hit with injuries, and they are average only twenty point five. And if you look at the eye test will tell you that they're struggling. What do they struggle against? Blitzing. What do they do? They blitz them. Guess who blitz more than anybody in the NFL? This team right here, Tampa Bay, they've been struggling. And they have been struggling against the run. That defense used to only give up like about 55 yards per game. Mr. Rashard White wasn't Mr. Rashard White in game three. You got to remember, this is a totally different thing. They give up 117 yards a game the last five games, 117. They give it up. So, so they used to be just a pass funnel, but now you could do both. You, you don't think Mike ha ha Evans, they got to get an extra jock strap and extra cup so they won't be so hard when they come out in this game against that defense? The defense has been terrible. And I mean terrible. And now you're giving it up against the run, too? Did you see that linebacker they got playing there and he's been getting eat up? By everybody, everybody. 
The only thing that's saved him in this game is that Baker Mayfield got an ankle and he got a rib situation. But if he was totally healthy, because guess what? With the defense that, that they played, they played a couple one, Baker eases up and so does Mike Evans. And, and now you're getting both receivers involved. Yeah, you know what? I got. I still think that Tampa Bay, they undershot in Tampa Bay playing at home. And this, this team right here, if you can't tell that they missed their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator, they, I mean, you got Pat to Patricia doing stuff, calling plays. Are you kidding me? He stinks. And their offense stinks. And he might get fired if they lose this game. I'm telling you, Philly, Philly is look. Philly does not look good, and this is not the matchup form going against a defense that blitzes because Hurts has been struggling. And Doc, if I can rebuttal some of that foolishness, because um, he talked I don't know, about where, where's that fool? Where's that foolishness? Explain where's foolishness, Doc? Because I always tell people about these stats, and I always say, "Dan and 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 the stat man." Here's the problem with stats, boys and girls. Here's the problem with stats. Walls will go the last five games. You gave up X, Y, and Z. And I would say the last five games, you played Jerry Rice, you played Randy Moss, you played yeah. Megatron, you played Justin Jefferson. Let you played the Cardinals and the Giants. Doc, let me build my analogy, please, before any rebuttals. And then you played um, CeeDee Lamb. So those are the five receivers you went against. So Walls will say they are terrible against number one receivers. That don't mean you can put Walls in there because he's not Jerry Rice, he's not Megatron, he's not any of the receivers that I've named. But he'll just say, oh, because you did this against Megatron, that Walls will be able to do it. That's just not true. So if he goes, White is a different guy. He's not who he was in week three. And week three, White had, and, and allowed me to read it, he had 14 carries for 38 rushing yards, three targets for 24 receiving yards. Guess what he had in week 17? 11 carries, 42 yards, four targets for 24 yards. The, the stuff looks identical, yet in his mind, and what he tries to tell the fans is that it's different, that White's some different guy. Well, now, what, you go going by Please, one game last well, week, Swami. They, they, they have been playing bad the past five I games did not against you, opponent. I did not interrupt you. I was quiet. You have to do the same thing. Please. Now, Doc, he also said the same thing about what Ertz has been doing. Ertz's first 11 games, he had two games under 20 fantasy points. Guess what? Over the last six, he's only had two games under 20 fantasy points. So his production and what he's been able to do and what the offense is doing has nothing to do with the fact that they play divisional games where they play, say, the Giants, who even though their record might not be great, was a playoff team last year, and they played them well. And even though they had some injuries in the game and the Giants had a different quarterback come in and they were able to do something. So what is your point? What is the bigger point? The bigger point is those stats – are very misleading when you just look at blanket stats. You have to look at who they played and how it lines up with the the stat that you're looking at and what they're projecting that they'll be able to do. The Giants just, had 425 yards against them. Okay. I, I see how this works. When you start talking, I'll just keep jumping in. It'll be great conversation, and the people will love it. Now you go, Willie, and let me just keep jumping in. Since that's how conversations go, because if you over-talk the other guy, you'll never hear his point. You go in. Because you're talking out the side of your neck. You, I mean, they, they went against bad teams. The teams were bad. Both Stinking. teams were you keep The saying Giants and in, in, in Arizona. Doc, here's the reality. To finish the season, Barkley and the Giants were scrapping. Connor and the Cardinals were scrapping. 
that the fact that Walker and Connor and Barkley and all and, and Pollard, these teams were scrapping. So he's looking at the record to say that, oh, they should not be able to run the ball. That's not the same thing. The 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 Buccaneers are not able to run the ball like the Cardinals, the Giants, Seattle, or Dallas. That's true. That's just, a fair point. That's fair. They do not run the same way, but they have a great running back too. They just don't run it as effectively as those other teams do. Right. And if so they, not, they pass the ball better. They pass the ball better. But the, but the running is what they need to have balance and keep Baker Mayfield ahead of the chains. That's where he get into trouble. You don't want Baker okay. just back. You got to be a little bit of balance for him to be successful. Hey, Don, let me ask you, you this. Let me ask you this game theory wise. We've seen most people will agree with Willie. They'll have seen a crappy Philadelphia Eagle team, and nobody's going to want to play any Eagles. Does that mean the Eagles are going to win? Not for that reason. <laughs> I, no, I, but look, there's you, you know, we, ne we never really look. We, we always look at what we think is going to happen, but sometimes you have to look at it in another way. Right. The other way is Jalen Hurts is going to play well. Swift is going to be more involved. He didn't even play the last game of the season. Right. Uh, you're going to throw the ball to, to Goddard. You're going to you know, the Eagles maybe are healthier on offense in many ways. They have Julio Jones. I don't know, Willie. Can, can the Eagles pull this off? A.J. Brown might not play. A.J. Brown is really hurting. It's a good chance he might not play. If, if you tell me that they're going to win and no A.J. Brown, then you're selling me some swamp that I don't believe. If you think Julio, Julio Jones is going to go back to that year and they just got Devontae Smith, I don't think so. Okay, what I'm just saying is this. I'm talking reality. I'm talking eye test. I'm looking at the film. They've been getting gouged against the run. I don't care. Division my ass. The Giants are a bad team. Arizona's a bad team. And you look that way against them, they come in your house and they win a game that you should have won that game? Are you kidding me? And then those teams, I mean, defenses look good against you. Guess what we did last week? We played the Giants defense and we played Arizona's defense because I'm telling you things are not right. Things are not going well for this, these Eagles time. And they got smashed by the Cowboys. They got smashed by, and they got smashed by San Francisco. I'm just telling you. Things Doc. are not right with that team. I'm just Doc. telling you. Something's not right. I'm just All telling right, you. What you got? Last point on this one, Doc. Last year, the Eagles finished the season. They had a close game against the Bears. Um, they lost to the Cowboys. They then lost to the Saints. And they had a close game against the Giants, um, where, where they barely beat the Giants by less than a touchdown. Then they went to the playoffs, and they won 38-7, 31-7. And then they, we, we know how that went. Um, the fact that they finished the season just like they did last year, um, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. I, I just described to you close games to bad teams with losses. And then they get into the playoffs and they destroyed the competition. Right. No, I, I, I don't disagree with you. All right. But let me ask you this question. Is, Swami, they don't have their coordinators. This guy sucks as a coach. He, they it, missed two. You, the guy's stanky. Without him, they stinky. Okay. Stanky went to the Colts. And guess what happened to the Colts this year? Well, no, the, the yeah, the Colts coach is good. And you know what? The Cardinals coach is pretty good. Right. They were pretty good. And how does me losing my coordinator make you better? How does that make the Buccaneers? No, it, it, it makes everything. What about the Buccaneers? We're using Pat Patricia. Can you speak against them against the Panthers and, and why they were so ineffective? 
They won nine nothing. The defense is playing well. Play Can you well. talk about the well? The offense. defense was healthy for the first time in weeks. Let's talk about the offense. It's like he's trying to avoid the. No, no, all right, let's, all right guys. Let me ask you this question, Swami. Who's winning the game? Cleveland, Houston. You pick. I think Cleveland wins the game. Willie, who's winning? Cleveland. I'll say Chief Cleveland. Swami, Miami, Kansas City. Chiefs. Willie. Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs too. Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Swami. This. Pittsburgh can't win, Doc. This is easy. Buffalo. Willie? Buffalo. Buffalo. All right. Green Bay, Dallas, Swami. <laughs> Dallas. Willie? Dallas. I'll take Dallas, too. Rams, Detroit, Swami. That's the first one that's even tough. And and I think for me, I'm a – I'm I'm going to go with the Rams. Better Willie? Go. Rams. I think of the Rams, too. Philadelphia, Tampa, Swami. It's the easiest one. Eagles. Willie? Tampa. Eagles. All right. We have $100 in your pocket, Swami. Who is who is uh, who, who's your stack of the week? If you're talking six game, I'm going to have to go Cooper, Flacco, and then Joko. I hate even saying it. Everybody, Flacco, I don't, don't call me. I already know. Don't call me. Yeah. He, he, he loves to rub it in. He loves to rub it in. Don't call me. I don't want to hear it. I, 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 I'm I not a fan, but I think that that's probably um, the one of the better stacks on the week. Willie, who's your stack? Give me um, give me Stafford, Puka, and Robertson. All right. Give me Stafford, Puka, and Cup. All right. So who's the Swami says pick of the week? The Swami says pick of the week, Doc. I think, I think I'm a, a you know – we're talking dark horse, right? And we're talking – I should be able to give you three because it's basically three days, but it, but since you, you put me on the six like, – You give me, put me on the I'll six, give you two. I'll give you two just because I love it. Give me two. Put me on the six-game slate I'm not really playing. So if I had to say, I think I'm interested in a Green Bay wide receiver. Um, and I, and I, Does and he have I, a name? Yeah, he has a name. I, I want to say I'm going to go with Dobbs. Okay. Go with Dobbs. It rhymes with Jobs. And then on the other side, I want to go with – because well, that's the same slate, but I, I'm a, I, so I want to get off that slate and go with the other one. I'm, I'm going to go with um, on Saturday slate. I'm going to give you Schultz. I'm going to say double tight ends and Joko and Schultz. All right, Willie, who's the boss of the walls call from Willie Walls? Um, I, I, obviously, you know, I like Demarcus Robinson, okay? and But also in that same game, I think Jamison Williamson is very interesting to me. I do too. I think he's very interesting. I am going to play um, – I'm not going to mess around. I'm going to just uh, keep it really simple. I'll say Matthew Stafford coming back to Detroit. I'm not mad at Stafford, but I mean – if that's the case, can I change mine to Cup? I mean, what are we doing? He's picking two guys who's had great games over the last three, four weeks and called them balls to the walls? All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Balls to the walls call, sir. Hold up. Sir. Whoa, it should be somebody nobody can yeah, see. Listen. All right. K -Dot, mine will be K-Dotten. There you go. That's balls Scores for Taylor. Well, Jameson Williams is not, but I'm going to give you another Jameson one. Williams good. I'm going to give you another one on your slate that you didn't say. Elijah Moore is back. I like that. That's a balls on your, to the wall. On your slate. That's okay. balls to the balls. All right. 
Can't wait to watch the games. Can't wait to talk about it next week. For Doc, Willie, and Swami, we tell you to be well and take Take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care. Run from Bay Bay Fields, cause he 